It took me um, six months to get my first business license from the state of Maryland. I paid rent for six months and didn't even have my business open. So um, didn't make my first paycheck until 18 months, but it was every bit of it was worth it yeah. because I did it myself. And part of it was I wanted to show that other person who told me I would never be anything right. and nobody would ever want me that I am somebody. Hello and welcome to Around Town Carroll County, the show about entrepreneurs doing wonderful thing right here in our own county and how you too can build a thriving business and live out your own dream instead of being paid to build someone else's. I'm your host, Adam Stoltz, owner of Digital Consulting LLC, a company focused on video marketing and content creation for your business, making your complex video projects simple. If you like what you see and hear today, please be sure to subscribe, like, share, and leave a five-star rating. You can also donate to our calls right on our homepage at aroundtowncc.com. And we can't thank you enough in advance for your support. My guest today, this is what intro bragging rights are made of. She owns and operates Terry's Tag, Terry's Tag and Title Services. She won the 2019 Good Scout Award. She is the 2016 Philanthropist of the Year for Carroll County, recipient of the Carroll County Small Business Award, founder of the Maryland Vehicle Titling Association in 2011, board member of Farmers and Merchants Bank in 2017. She has sat on the board of the Carroll County Chamber of Commerce, foundation board of Carroll Hospital Center, Board of Historical Society of Carroll County, sponsor of the Purple Bags for Carroll County, domestic abuse survivor, a partner of the Carroll County Family and Children's Services, mother to four wonderful young adults, four stepchildren, grandmother of 12 with another on the way, and has given back over $275,000 to the community. Whew. That, that is an intro, ladies and gentlemen. Please help me welcome to the show, owner of Terry's Tag and Title Service, Terry Smack. Terry, thank you so much for being here. Thank you, Adam. Thank you for having me on Around Town of Carroll County. I really, really appreciate it. Of course. We have been beyond excited to have you. Uh, you're kind of a local legend, and rightfully so. You have spared people from having to go to the MVA. Previous episodes, we have talked about if you're going to start a business, you need to provide value. And if that is not value, I'm not sure what is. So for those, I don't know who would know who this company is, but for those that may not, what is Terry's tag title and service? So what we do is basically the same thing as the MVA, except we're a little bit different. Um, you don't need an appointment to come in currently now at the state of Maryland, uh, any MVA, you need an appointment. And we hear that that's not going to change in the future. Oh, fun. So, um, but we're here for you. Um, we do tag and title for all vehicles. We do them for uh, private, 
commercial fleets. Um, we can acquire a duplicate title in a pretty speedy manner, considering in today's world where it used to take you a month probably to get one. Yeah. We can get one in a couple of days. Oh, wow. We help you through those crazy things that, you know, the MVA, if you didn't turn your tags in when you were supposed to and you canceled your insurance and, you know, you don't know how to maneuver around that, we help. So we are here to help you. We fill out all of your paperwork. You don't have to do any of that. All you got to do is sign your name. Well, and as we pulled up to your beautiful new building that we're in here, I, it's an old bank, and we saw the drive through and I had to ask you, are you doing drive through service now? Yes, we are. I am so excited. <laughs> that is, that is all. I mean, talk about something that's already convenient, now even more convenient. You don't even have to get out of your car. Right. That. So we, we've done pickup service at people's houses before wow. and done things like that, you know, because people get ill and hmm. they don't want to be out, and especially with a pandemic. Yeah. Um, this just fit us to a T. It was uh, the perfect, perfect place for us. Yeah. Well, it's a beautiful building. Uh, for those of you that need to know, it's the old Carroll Community Bank building on 140. Is that correct? That is correct. It used to be um, the bank before that, I believe, was Mariner, First Mariner Bank. That sounds correct. And then, um, of course, they went out and then Carol, the sat for quite some time and the pole building flooded. Oh, no. And when Carol Community bought it, they had to do a complete rehab of the whole interior. Wow. It's like brand new. And when we bought it, it was basically turnkey. Um, the furniture was still in here. Wow. So um, it, it's been just a pleasure. We're not open yet, but um, it's right around the corner. Still a no brainer, though. Yes. Sounds like it. Uh, so, how did you come up with? with this business? I mean, were you just frustrated to go into the MVA and like, I'm going to do something different or how did it come about? So I'll try to make it short. Um, I um, have always been in the automotive industry all of my life. Okay. Um, I worked at a parts store. I worked in a junkyard. Okay. Um, and then I, when I moved to Westminster, Maryland, and I became separated from my husband, I wanted to work outside the home, and I went to work for another company just like ours. And I learned all of the, the front end part of the business, but I didn't learn the back end. Okay. That's been challenging. Right. So um, when they ended up, when I left, they ended up closing two weeks later. Okay. And I went and did something else, and people kept stopping me around town and saying, hey, can you do my title work? Can you do my title work? And I, got, I was like, man, there's something to this. We need this service. Yeah. And um, even though the full-service MBA had opened like two years, and nobody still wanted to go. So when I sold my house that I got my divorce um, is when I started my business. So Great. Yeah. Great. Well, I know I thanked you on the way in. I said, I don't think I've been to an MVA in over a decade. So thank you for that. Thank you for that. Thank you. <laughs> oh, it, the fees are well worth it not to have to go deal with that headache. So uh, yeah, that, it's fantastic. Now, when you started off, was all the money there for you? You're happy-go-lucky and this thing's ready to roll? Or, or how? I mean, how did you get started? No. So um, I'm always a believer that if you wait long enough, something good will happen to you. And I was actually working for a communication company selling cell phones on the street, as I say. Yeah. And um, I happened to see a place down in Finksburg that was for rent. It didn't look like it was going to be much. And when I talked to the landlord, um, it was fit my budget. Um, it was down in what I call a dungeon. We had one, one little window. Um, and the rent was $500 a month. 
and that was something that I could afford. Yeah. I had a lot of people tell me I was five miles from the closest MVA and I would never make it. And I think they were wrong because <laughs> I think we've done pretty well. You got to love the people that tell yes. you you can't do stuff. Yes. They've always motivated me to just go ahead and do it even more so. <laughs> <laughs> no is not in my vocabulary. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so um, why was starting the Maryland Vehicle Titling Association a necessity? So um, when I started in the industry, there was probably only 40 licensed tag and title agents in the state of Maryland. Okay. That's not a lot for our whole state. Right. And as years went on, I noticed there were they were popping up everywhere. And I also noticed that people would come in to us and I would see something was wrong with the title and for some reason we couldn't do it. And they would leave and they would say they would get it taken care of and they would come back. Well, I noticed they weren't coming back. So then I started kind of checking into things and found out mm, they went to somebody else and got their title work process because now it's in their name. So I knew that some legal stuff was going on in the state and I decided that I wanted to make title services accountable mm. for what we do. Okay. Um, I've seen a lot of them that have, um, we take out a bond for $50,000 and at any given time I can sit on $500,000 of the state's money. You know, if I was a really a bad person, I could check out, move out of the country and they would never know. Um, well, they would eventually, but um, there's just so much bad out there that we're trying to put a stop to it. I like it. Yes. So now there's currently about 400 tag and titles agents in the state of Maryland. Okay. And that includes people that are just located in insurance companies or whatever. And I'm, I have six of those. Of that yeah, one of them's right by our house. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so I just thought it was best that we would come together as a group, those who wanted to better themselves, right. that we could work against the people who – we're doing things illegally, and great. it's working. Good, good. Yeah, that, that's great. I mean, everyone should be doing what's in the best interest of everyone else, not 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 self-serving. So right, yeah, I agree. and you can. Yeah, you yeah. don't have to do it the illegal way. Yeah, well, and as we cover on this show, you know, if as long as you're providing value and a good service, the money will come. It will. You, you don't have to be shady. You don't have to lie to be. You know, be honest, be good, and the rest will will follow suit. So, right. uh, that's that's great. Now. $275,000 back to the community. Why? So it's obvious that philanthropy is a huge part of your life. Why is that? Why is it so important to you? There's a couple different reasons. Um, number one, I would not be in this business if it wasn't for the communities that we're in. I mean, they make our paychecks. When I hire somebody new, the first thing I say to them, I'm not the one that writes your paycheck. The customer that walks through the door writes your paycheck. That's good training. So you better be good to them. I like it. We need them to come back. Um, the other part was that um, the MVA kind of changed things around, and we do a lot of tag returns. So when you sell a car, you have to turn in your tags before you can cancel your insurance. If not, you're going to end up with insurance violation. Right. Well, we actually have a huge market for that. You know, there are a lot of cars coming off the road right. no matter what. So I decided um, several years back, um, probably in 2008, I think I started giving back to the community a lot. One of the big uh, recipients has been the, the Carroll Hospital. 
That's great. Um, my mother was um, at Carroll Hospital for a long time. She actually died there, and they brought her back to life. Okay. So I, I owe them a lot right. in my in way, the way that I think. And then um, my fiance, who we've been together for almost 20 years, um, had cancer really bad, and he um, they didn't think he was going to make it, and they pulled him through. Awesome. And the Carroll Cancer Center has just been, I mean, so big in our home. Yeah. The, I can't tell you uh, from the bottom of my heart how those people work and the miracles that they work. Yeah. And I decided that we would come up with a way to reward them. And because most of these places people don't know, they think that the insurance is charging and they don't know how all that works. So I decided to take the money that we received from tag returns, all the money, and then we would donate it back to the community. MVA is not doing that. No, they are not. <laughs> so um, that's been a big thing. So, you know, Great. all of our stores participate in that. It's not just one. It used to be just two of us. Now we all participate. Um, so and then just we've we've also uh, Carroll County 4-H Fair. I mean, have you not been out to the fair? If you have not been out to the fair, Go. you are definitely missing something in this county. Right. Um, we are still one of the last fairs in this state that is free. Did you know that? No, I didn't. Yes, everybody else has to pay to go into the fair. Wow. So this is great. Yeah. And I, you know, the kids work really, really hard to, um, you know, feed their animals and take care of them. And then they get to sell them and it's the choice of the buyer whether they want to take the animal whether they want to butcher the animal, whether they're going to keep the animal, or just donate it back. So we've been a big um, advocate of the Carroll County 4-H Great. because it's helping the kids. Yeah. And this is something that's really helping the kids to keep them off the street, keep them busy, right. and you know, and educate them. Well, learn and uh, how to interact and talk with people and deal with people. I mean, that's I think that's a large portion, too, that I think kids are missing now. Parents aren't, you know— Parents aren't really like, no, you go deal with this. No, you go handle this. It's more, let me hold your hand and we'll get right. you through it. So, yeah, I, I think that's great because, um, you know, tr getting kids to realize that, you know, you, there are certain ways to handle yourself in certain situations. And the younger you learn that, I think the better off you are. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You're so correct. <laughs> um, so what would you say then to others uh, in regards in, to getting involved in the community? Oh, there's so many things you can do. You can find just one passion. And I'm sure that it's going on somewhere here in this county. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I, I've been involved with the domestic violence um, for several years. I, I'm a domestic violence survivor. Um, and you and have your own nonprofit for that? Is that correct? I do not have my own nonprofit. Okay, okay. Nope, I just work with the Carroll County State's Attorney's Office with okay. that. And what we do is um, we have purple bags, and you can pick up a purple bag, and you can fill it, and you can bring it back with some needs that we have a suggestion, a little tag on there. And then we distribute out to um, the people in need, whether man or woman, children. Um, you know, we start on the list that they're looking for, and we try to gather as much as that as we can, okay. and then we distribute it out. Okay, great. So if it's okay with you, let's let's dive into the domestic abuse a little bit. I mean, could you tell us, uh, obviously that's not an easy situation to be in. So where did you find the strength within yourself, A, to get out of it, and then take that even a step further and be like, I'm going to hit the ground running with this business and just, you know, go for it. I, more so, I guess, you know, to other people in that situation, what would you advise them right now? Well, believe it or not, nowadays there's so much help out there. You have no idea. Okay. Everywhere you turn, there's somebody to help you. Um, there's housing available. There is um, 
uh, a community of people that come together that will pay your electric bill, your water bill. Right. They'll help with you get free daycare. I mean, I know for myself personally, um, it, it's very hard to walk away. Yeah. Um, I, even though you know what's going on within you and around you is wrong and that you don't want your children to come up like that. And it was finally something that hit home was that a friend of mine said, you know, if you continue to do this, your sons are going to see it. Yeah. And then your sons are going to think it's okay. Yeah. And that really hit home with me. And after a lot of soul searching, a lot of therapy, because <laughs> yeah, yeah. it took a lot of therapy. And that you can get for free, too. <laughs> um, you know, that helped me Good. finally decide that, you know what, I needed to do this for my kids. If anything, I needed to do for them. I needed to walk away. It was extremely tough. I'm sure. I want to thank um, the Carroll County Sheriff's Department, believe it or not, was mm -hmm. very, very instrumental. Um, the state police had come many times to our house, but it was a Carroll County mm -hmm. Sheriff that helped me see the light, as you would say. He yeah. was the one who made me call my mom. My mom knew nothing was going on. Oh, wow. And I had to call my family who lived 800 miles away and tell them what was going on. Wow. And, you know, speaking of how you get through it, my mother, who owned a business, um, enlisted my sister who lived down near her and her, my mother and my stepfather drove 12 hours through the night to get to our house that's a good family that is a great family yeah. and my mother said i didn't know this was going on i wish you would have told me yeah and i said to my mom i said hey you always said you made your bed lie in it and she said i didn't mean it that way yeah you know so be careful what you say <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah but yeah so my mom was a really big instrumental and she she took me the very next morning to the courthouse to get an ex parte order so okay and that's where the ball started gotcha gotcha and now obviously i'm sure it took a little bit of time to kind of get your head straight after that but but where in that process did you think hey i can make a run at this business you know and and that did one well, i guess the other question would be too was the business a good distraction, a kind of a, you know, get your brain in a different direction? Because I, I know when I deal with things that are, are trying and taxing, I think about the show or I think about, you know, the good things. And, and that's what allows me to be like, okay, that stuff doesn't matter. It's time to move forward. Did the business help you do that or was it more just? So I went to work for somebody who owned a tag and title business okay. here in town. Okay. Um, and I, I, that's where I learned about it. And it was a good distraction because I was learning things and I was helping yeah. people and they were being appreciative. I mean, to walk out the door and for somebody to turn around who you don't even know and says, I love you. Thank you for helping me. <laughs> I love you. It was like, oh, my gosh, I found my calling. I have found my calling. Awesome. I was 40 years old and I finally found my calling. Well, and perfect <laughs> example right there. It's never too late, right? No, it's never too late. Right. And, and you know, because we do want to get the younger generation excited about being their own bosses and all that but we also say too i mean the parents out there working jobs they hate right now it's not too late it really is no yeah. it's not so i mean i was able to uh figure it out it took me um six months to get my first business license from the wow. state of maryland i paid rent for six months and didn't even have my business open so um didn't make my first paycheck until 18 months but it was every bit of it was worth it yeah. because i did it myself and 
part of it was I wanted to show that other person who told me I would never be anything right. and nobody would ever want me that I am somebody awesome. and that, you know, I am wanted and I am needed. And I think that was the best therapy yeah. for me. And I hope that people out there that are looking to find something, they find it too. I mean, don't forget to do your research, go to someone who's in the same business right. and maybe see if they'll talk you through some of the pointers. I mean, you have to know a little bit about something, but it's always good to find a mentor and to work with them if they will allow you to. I agree. I agree. Yeah, I, I have a lot of uh, young kids ask me about video. And I always tell them, go work for top studios, people that can actually show you how to do it properly, and then go out on your own. I mean, that's what I did. I, I had worked for some smaller video companies around Carroll, which they were okay. But uh, once I got down to Baltimore, to the, really the, the big boys that were doing national commercials and stuff, that's when it was like, wow, this is what video is. Okay. So I always tell people if I hadn't done that, I probably wouldn't be doing what I'm doing now. So definitely go out and find a good place to work and be of value to that company. Right. Congratulations on your success. Oh, thank you. Four years right now. Yeah, we're, we're slowly getting there. Um, but real quick, back to the nonprofits that you do. Why have you chosen the nonprofits that you have? Um, because they give back to the community too. I mean, they don't expect anything in return, which is the best part. Yeah. Um, and, and that's hard to find because most people who give really kind of expect something in return. And, you know, these nonprofits, which there are so many of them, you know, housed here in Carroll County, yeah. it's unbelievable. And a lot of really good nonprofits. Oh, my gosh, yes. And they're run really, I mean, um, Audrey has, you know, run that building on a tight ship for years um, and she's retired so and moved on but um, the nonprofits to me like I said give back without expecting some, something else and they move on to the next person it's not like they're stuck on someone right. they make sure that they have enough to go around great great um, and so real quick I guess I've been back to the um, you were talking about the job helping you realize like, wow, I'm going to prove to this person that I am worth something and I can do something for someone that's in that, that is in that situation still that might be abusive. What mental tricks do you have to play with yourself to get yourself to believe what you're telling you? Does that make sense? Cause, cause you can sit there and tell yourself all day what you want, but unless you believe it wholeheartedly, it's probably not going to do much for you. So how, what are those mental tricks that you would have to do? So a real quick story. Um, when I was working for the other title service, there was a gentleman that came in one day and he could tell that I had been crying mm. and, um, he was just a sweet soul on, uh, he said to me, um, I want you to remember this when one door closes, another one opens Yeah, and there's light at the end of the tunnel and it's not the freight train coming at you. Yeah. And I wrote those two sayings down and I put them on my mirror. So every morning I looked at something and I read it and I read it and I wanted to believe it. And you know what? I turned my life around by doing that. And I think those two phrases, you know, 25 years ago makes a difference. Yeah. And still today, I still use the same phrases and I tell my clients that, you know, who are running into a problem and they get frustrated, but you just keep have to, it's, it's always two steps back, one step forward. Yeah, and yes. if you remember that, yeah. you know, and, and can I tell you the failures are good to have? I'm glad. Yep. We cover that in every episode. Yep. We need to know people know failures. Right. Great. Failures, failures happen. And you know what? You learn from them. So you just got to, 
pick your bootstraps up, pull them up, and go back at it again and you, find it a different way. Yeah, you learn more from from, um, from failure than you do from success. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I I know. I mean, again, you know, starting out my company, I made plenty of mistakes in how I was talking to people, how I was presenting things, how I was charging for things. So, but I didn't learn how to correct all that stuff until things didn't work out quite a few times, you know, but that, it, like you said, you, you readjust, you go back and you, okay, we're going to get it right this time. Yes. And then eventually you do. Um, let's see here. What would you tell other women, moms, young girls, teenagers about following their heart and being whatever they want to be? Oh, you'd be so much happier. <laughs> you would definitely be so much happier. I mean, I can't tell you. I probably am the happiest I've ever been in my whole entire life. Yeah. Um, everything has just kind of fallen into place. It's taken a while. But you have to give it time. Um, and you have to work on it yourself. And you have to be a good person. Yeah. Um, because what goes around comes around. <laughs> yes. And you know what they say karma is. Mm -hmm. um, and I truly believe that. And I truly believe that when you meet someone, you need to show them your best. Yes. Always, whether yes. it's on the street, whether it's in the mall, whether you're going through a drive-through, I don't care what it is, you always want to show someone your best because you never know when you're going to turn around and you're going to need that person. I 100% agree. So I think it's really important for someone starting out to, you know, always push forward. And think positive. Yeah. You have to think positive. Well, and, and always try to, because I, I, I see, unfortunately, it just seems like, of course, the media is a, a big portion of this, but it just seems like everyone's angry and on edge lately. <laughs> um, and I, I think if you could get through to people, if, if you can calm yourself down and take a minute and give someone a benefit of a doubt, not only their life, but your life is going to improve by just not holding on to that animosity that really is accomplishing nothing. Uh, you know, so I uh, totally understand that. Um, um, <laughs> every once in a while, I have a slight <laughs> pause in the show. That's okay. Uh, okay, let's cover this one that I, I asked you earlier. If, if you could go back and talk to the younger you, even with everything that's happened in your life, would you have told younger you to change anything? Or do you think the choices that you made in your life have made you who you are today? Well... I mean, that is a hard question <laughs> because, you know, you think back about some of the things I've been through and what I really want to go through again. Um, no, I wouldn't. But I wouldn't change my life because there's several different reasons. Um, I have three wonderful kids by that man. Um, they are – I have four kids total, but, you know, they're all the light of my life. And right. they've given me grandchildren. Yeah, you can't go wrong with that. Um, but, you know, it was really hard for five, seven years. I mean, it was really, really tough. And I just wanted to be able to keep seeing the light, keep seeing the light. And when I finally got to a certain point when I started my own business, it was still really hard. Yeah. And not making any money, you know, I was like, what the heck am I doing? <laughs> yeah. What was wrong with you? You're a fool. And then all of a sudden, things just turned around. Funny, and the whole yeah. world just opened up. And I can't tell you, I would not, sitting here today, I would not change the way things went in my life. Now, when the whole world opened up, would you equate that to a shift in your mindset for being the reason? Oh, yeah. It was trusting people. Mm. Yeah. For a long time, I didn't trust anyone. And part of it was trusting people and also allowing people to help me. 
Um, mm. I had employees that couldn't do their job because I was micromanaging. Right. Um, and that's not fair to the employees. And it took me a long, long time to learn that. But you don't micromanage your employees. If you have to do that, you shouldn't be in business. I like what Steve's job says about that subject. We don't hire smart people to tell them to fit in our mold and do what we tell you. We hire smart people to tell us what we should be doing to make our business better. Right. So I always thought that was a great uh, statement by him is, you know, because I always felt that working for other people. It's like, why did you hire me if you're going to tell me that how I do things isn't right? Exactly. Uh, so again, that's why I'm out on my own. I said, I can do this better <laughs> and I'm going to find a way to do it. <laughs> yeah. And that's why I hired people to take care of my bookkeeping because I wasn't very good at it. <laughs> The same here. I you know starting out the business, like I'm not getting, I'm not paying them. I'm not, I don't have the money. But the second I started paying my tax, I'm like, I want you next year. And the year after that, I don't want to deal with this. You mm -hmm. please just take it off my hands. So right. yeah, when you start working for yourself, you might be a little tight on money to begin with, but you'll eventually learn that hiring people is well worth it. Yes. And you well, surround yourself with good people yes. and good things will come to you. Exactly. Exactly. Well, speaking of good people, I do need to share my uh, appreciation for our sponsor right now. And uh, that is Mr. Tim Cheratini from No Anchovies in Tawnytown. And uh, Mr. Cheratini and I have been friends for many years, and I can't thank him enough for his support and, more importantly, his belief in us and what we're trying to accomplish here. No Anchovies is home of Tawnytown's best pizzas, wings, and salads, teachers of the lost art of pizza foo, and creators of the all-new Poppin' Jalapeno Sticks. Please give No Anchovies a call today at 410 756 6625 or check out their website at noanchoviesusa.com and remember it's not just pizza it's no anchovies can i can i throw something at sure. you okay so we live in tony town and also. so you know no anchovies i do <laughs> and my fiance owns several pizza places out in las vegas oh, okay and he says that mr tim's no anchovies pizza is the best pizza he has ever eaten <laughs> i agree <laughs> and I, I agree too <laughs> well and actually um we interviewed atlas premier realty and one of the re uh, realtors there said i would give my left pinky for some no anchovies uh. <laughs> <laughs> so yes uh, please check out no anchovies their pizza is incredible and tim is one of the kindest men uh in the area and they'll definitely take care of you so thank you to no anchovies um so I, I think a lot of people in the Carroll County are aware of the Carroll County Chamber, the Carroll Hospital. However, what is the Historical Society and why do you find them so important? And, and why did you serve on their board for the Historical Society? History. Oh, my gosh. Um, this county is so enriched with history. People do not realize it. Um, I sit on the board. I also sit on the, uh, the board to help people recognize what the Historical Society does for our community. Um, when we were able, the kids were able, it's not we, but when the kids were able to go to school, they had the trunks of history that used to go around to the schools. Uh, they're not able to do that right now. Um, but there was so much that has happened in this town. It's unbelievable. And a really fun funny thing is, is my mother remarried when I was like four. And the gentleman that she remarried was from the Eastern Shore, Maryland. However, um, and that's where I, you know, grew up part of my life. The rest of my life is outside of Atlanta. But I ended up moving back to moving to Westminster, not knowing his family was from Westminster. So it was a little crazy. So that kind of drew me 
to find out more what was going on with the history gotcha. of Carroll County. Gotcha. So, yeah, I know my parents' house is not part of the uh, the historical society, but uh, they own a house that was built in 1769 before we were a country. Uh, and there's a giant tree in the front yard. I think we measured it one day, 18 feet, 20. Wait. 24 feet it's wow it has to be over two or 300 years old so um definitely a lot of history in this area mm-hmm. and to me to grow up in a house where it was a house before we were even a country that's <laughs> I, that's kind of my little bragging right when i go around mm-hmm. um but very very cool uh, history is great and you know i think the old saying is if you don't learn history you're doomed to repeat it so i think it's good <laughs> to constantly yeah. keep it in front of people um you could have set up shop anywhere and i actually let's cover this real quick i understand you're you're out of state as well now not just in maryland well we do work for companies out of out of the state of maryland okay so like if you go to california and you find this car you have been looking for all of your life and it just happened to appear appear on your trip that you went to out california and you maybe bought it from a dealer out there um the dealer's not going to want to go through the maryland mva they're going to find an agent to do that so they ship you know depending on um, and they'll ship it to us so we actually in this area that we're in right now we actually process anywhere from one to 125 uh cars a day wow that come in from out of state wow yeah Okay, yeah. so I guess out of state's necessary. It then. is definitely <laughs> necessary. It doesn't go into a black hole like the MVA has. Um, we're able to find it, and we track everything. Um, we scan in everything that we do so that we can see on record, um, and we keep track of everything. We know what package it went out in. We know everything about it. Okay. So, and so uh, you said you you grew outside of a, uh, grew up outside of Atlanta for a little bit. Mm-hmm. What made you set roots in Carroll County, and why was Carroll County the perfect place for your business? <laughs> I don't know if you want to hear this story. Or not. <laughs> um, so I um, was actually born on the Eastern Shore. Okay. Um, my family's from the Eastern Shore, a little town called Pocomoke City. Okay. Um, and I was born in Snow Hill, Slow Hill as we know it. <laughs> and uh, my uh, parents divorced when I was very, very young, and we moved to Cambridge. And um, my stepfather um, owned a construction company. And um, a couple years after my parents had married, uh, my stepfather lost everything. And so we lost our house, we lost everything except for the furniture. So we packed up, he got a great job outside of Atlanta working for a big, huge construction company. He did part of the the expansion um, at the airport. So he had a really important job and did very well down there. So I, you know, stayed there for a while and I had a great aunt that lived um, near my grandmother in Pecomic City. And she was the first woman to own a Chrysler dealership. Um, cool. in in uh, the country and wow. she um, she you know inherited because my uncle actually owned it and he, he passed away and so she still continued and um, I would come up in the summers and hang out with my grandmother and my grandmother didn't want I don't, I'm not gonna say she didn't want to be bothered with me but I was of course you know mischief and <laughs> want to get into things so she would dump me on my great aunt and I would learn about the parts department and learn about you know mechanics and um, so when time came, she decided that she wanted to move to California. And um, I, she invited me to move back to Maryland with her. Okay. And uh, she went off to California and never sent for me. That's just the way things worked out. And then she ended up moving back. But I, and I ended up getting married. So You just stayed here? 
Yeah, and just stayed here. And now your kids are here. And, so. and my kids here. My grandkids are here. So they were what all... better place to open up shop? That's right. <laughs> it's wonderful. Well, and, and what can you say in regards to the other business owners, the people in this community, as far as how much support you've received from them or just because we want we want to know that we want people to know that around here, you know, business owners will help you out as much as they can. They'll give you give you the time of day if they think you're a viable option to improve the community. So have you experienced that around here? And, and would you have a lot to say about, you know, other people helping you along or? Oh, I have a lot to say about people helping me along. I mean, if it wasn't for the people in this community, I wouldn't be here. But um, you have to make sure that if you made a promise that you keep to it. Yes. Um, you can't make false promises and hope that you're going to build your business. Um, you did mention earlier in our conversation about it's a different kind of world. People are on edge all the time. And you have to let them know. Um, you have to calm them down. You kind of have to be a therapist. you got to let them know it's going to be okay. We're going to get it worked out. Right. But you have to give back to that person. You have to invest in that person. Yeah. And when you invest in that person and they realize it, they're going to come back to you. Yeah. Um, and then they're going to tell their neighbor. Right. Because, you know, that kind of advertisement, you know, is hard to get. Yeah. I, yep. I tell everyone, I mean, I, I do marketing and video and all that, but I still say the best marketing and advertising you have is word of mouth. Exactly. It's still the best. Right. Regardless of whatever technology comes around, pay-per-click, if someone's singing your praises, that's all you really need. Right. And, you know, people in this community are very dedicated. Yes. You know, we hear it all the time. I'm never going to the MBA. You know, I, you hear it. You want to believe it. And I do. I mean, the only reason why you have to really go there now is just to get your driver's license because they won't allow us to do that. Well, and even that, luckily, they're letting you renew that online every so often. And so that's why I don't think I've stepped foot in one in over a decade. Thank Correct. goodness. <laughs> yeah. It's a great thing. Um how have you seen Carroll County change over the years? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it, it seems like it has grown quite wow. a bit lately. Wow. Wow. <laughs> so when I moved here to Carroll County, um, 795 wasn't even open. Wow. Okay. That tells you how yeah, old that, I really okay. am. On. So, yeah. um, I didn't even know that 795 didn't exist at one yeah. point. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Um, as a matter of fact, the um, – I lived in a house right on Route 140 um, coming into Finksburg. And, and 140 was two lanes, right? Right. At some point? Yep. And the first day that 795 broke opened up, I got, or my, my house got broken into. I was like, oh, wonderful. But, you know, it's a, it could have been just a fluke thing. Um, they never did catch the people. So, um, yeah. you know what? I'm sure they're happier with my stuff than me having to give it. I would have given it away anyway. anyway. <laughs> but um, I've seen a lot of changes. I mean, um, I've seen a lot of good and I've seen some not so good, you yeah. know, um, the drugs that are in our community that are embedded. Um, it, it's really a shame. Well, and, um, uh, Kelly actually showed me, uh, an article yesterday, speaking of drugs that a, a gentleman was saying that, you know, there's a famous study where rats were put in a cage and they were given clean water and water with cocaine. And they found out that the rats always chose the water with cocaine. And the guy's point behind this article was that's a flawed experiment. He gave the rats a giant play area, a huge space, things to do. And what he found is they never once chose the cocaine bottle. And his point was the reason people are addicted to drugs is because of their environment, mm -hmm. because of what 
they're not allowing themselves to do and, and succeed. And so, yeah, I, that's one point of the show is I want people to realize, you know, if you're feeling down, you feel like you might have to use drugs or something like there's a reason for that. And if you, if you believe in yourself and push yourself to go do something, you'll realize that you don't need that stuff. You you're happier without it and that you can go live a very cool life and not be bothered with that. But it's who you keep around you, right? who, who, who you trust, who you believe in. And, um, I think it's important to surround yourself with the right people. Definitely. I mean, I've talked to many um, alcoholics, many drug addicts that have walked away from those type of, and I'll call them demons, um, and have been gone on to be so successful and said, I'm never looking back. And, you know, if people knew how really good their life could be, I would hope that they would choose that over something else that's right. not going to put them in a good position. Right. Actually, um, one of my new clients who I, I, I'm very happy to support, she is starting a deli hiring ex-convicts and ex-addicts, uh, giving them a chance to get back on their feet. Um, they can also be trained to work in a restaurant so that they can go out and get other jobs eventually. So I just think it's a fantastic thing. Um, I think more people need to understand that, you know, these people are good people. They just need to have right. a different mindset. Yeah. And sometimes have a second chance yeah. and have somebody to believe in them. Right. Because they can't believe in themselves. Right. Right. Yeah. And how important everyone deserves a second chance. I know, man, if I wasn't given a second chance, I, <laughs> I'd be really, you know, screwed over in this life right now. So, yeah, everyone deserves a second chance. And I think everyone deserves the benefit of the doubt, right. too. Yeah. I agree. Um, talking about, unfortunately, we've seen an influx in drugs in the community. What are some resources around here, even nonprofits, or, or what do you know in the area that could help people that might might be experiencing that right now, or you know, need some to look somewhere? Well, number one, I, I cannot tell you um, how important the state's attorney's office is in this community, um, for one reason or another. Um, gentleman by the name of Tim who has uh, a couple homes for people who are going into rehab um, in the community he's been amazing Um, Tim has been with the state's attorney's office for quite a while he left and he came back um, because I think this is where he's meant to be is here in Carroll County I really do and Tim if you're listening you belong here with us Um, and and you know the state's attorney you know he's a very reasonable man um, and he sets up programs for people to come into. There's no reason why you can't get clean and sober. Um, it, it is within, yeah. and, and those thoughts that you have within yourself do have to change. Yeah. Unfortunately, some people don't think that they can get to that end. But um, you can. I but, promise all of you, you can. Yes, you definitely can. There's so much help out there. I mean, you know, they can find you a place to live. They can help you uh, with counseling. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Tim, like I said, Tim, is he's an amazing man. And he is from that side of, of the track, should I say. Okay. Um, he's been a long-time recovering drug addict um, with heroin. And you know what? Someone found him, a woman, and she believed in him. And that's what turned his life around. You just need somebody to believe in you. Right. And and that's what it is, is that you just need somebody to believe in you. And there are many, many people in, in our community that you can go to that will help you get to that place. Yeah. Because you're not alone. Right. And and hopefully if you're watching the show and hearing all that, I, you know, a lot of what can help you overcome addiction is this abundance mindset and, and self-enrichment stuff, believing in yourself, believing that the world's a 
helping place, not a hurtful place. Um, really a lot of the battles are in your head. And mm. the second you learn to control your thoughts and your, your emotions, that's when things I think really start to change. Cause, um, my brother runs uh, for lack of a better, uh, term, like a, a life coaching, uh, company out in Los Angeles where he can get all the rich Google guys and Facebook guys mm. to pay him the, how to talk to women. But what I learned out there is, you know, it's so easy to hit default mode and be angry and play victim and say, you know, oh, the world's against me and woe is me. It's something else to take a risk on yourself and say, I'm going to believe, whether I actually do believe or not, I'm going to try to believe that the world's here to help me. And I know the second I got to that point, it, as you said, it's amazing how many doors just kind of start to open up. Um, as I told Zach Tomlin, you know, there was a time and place where in my life where I was being lazy and selfish and stupid government this and blah, blah, blah. You know, it, it wasn't until I started my own business and being forced to deal with some of these people and interact with some of these people that you realize everyone's here just trying to do their best, help out. And furthermore, what I learned through that process was, wow, what I know can help this community. So, um, you know, you get satisfaction out of knowing that you are also helping people not have to waste their day at the MVA. And I get my satisfaction out of a, a lot of that. I mean, I love seeing people happy when they leave. Um, it's it's a big, it's a thrill. Yeah. You know, it's a thrill. It's like I love all the hard projects that, you know, are given to us. I, you know, I'm working on one right now that I just, I have a good feeling about it. It's going to end at a very good place. Um, so I think that giving, no matter how you do it, whether it's by thought, by words, um, financially, um, just helping to get through certain things, a linen listening year, I think any of that will put you in a better place and it, it will help you wake up tomorrow morning and know that you have something to really look forward to. Yeah. One of my favorite quotes lately is, tomorrow will be better than today, and I have the power to make it so. So that one's been a big one for me Agree. lately. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, I, I believe that's all we have for you today, Terry. And, you know, before we go, though, um, can you please tell everyone where they can find you? Well, we have six locations. Four of them are in Carroll County, though. <laughs> so our main location is right on Route 140, right across the street from the Westminster MVA until we get ready to move at 1010 Baltimore Boulevard, which is right down the street. Um, we have one in Eldersburg, one in Tawnytown, and one in Union Bridge. So those are our Carroll County locations. And then we have one in Baltimore County in Owings Mills and one in Howard County in Columbia. Okay, great. Yep. And you can also reach us on the web, um, www tags in 10 minutes.com okay you know or by phone great great well terry I, seriously thank you so much uh for being on the show we can't thank you enough i was super excited to get you uh kind, like again kind of a local legend I, <laughs> I know i know one of your daughters uh, you've you've met my my cousin you know my wife so oh, okay uh, yeah it's uh very very excited and we can't small thank world. you enough it is a very small well it's also carroll county yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh but that's why we love it that's why we're doing this show and um just yeah again thank you so much for being here today thank you for having me on around town of yeah. carroll county i can't tell you how much i appreciate it yeah. And for everybody out there, just give a little to somebody else and you will not believe what you will get back in return. Yeah. Yeah. And 
if any chance a little bit that of that could go to us I've, please feel free to donate at aroundtowncc.com we'd love to be able to bring this to you uh however it's just me and my wife at the moment and uh <laughs> we're doing everything we can with just the two of us so um you know Today, if uh, you like what you see in here, uh, please be sure to subscribe, like, share, leave a five-star rating. And uh, as I just stated, uh, you can always donate to us on aroundtowncc.com. We can't thank you enough in advance for your support. And uh, take care, everyone. Be good to one another. And we'll see you next time on Around Town. Around Town is made possible by support from listeners like you. And our sponsor for Season 1, Mr. Tim Cheratini of No Anchovies. Also, a special thank you to my wife, who, without, the show would not be possible. You can learn more about me, your host, and my company at adamstaltz.com. That's A-D-A-M-S-T-U-L-T-Z.com. And please don't forget to support us through a donation either at anchor.fm slash aroundtowncc or right on our homepage at aroundtowncc.com. See you next episode.